What's up, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of the TDM Show for 2021, and what a fantastic year it has been, guys. Uh, as always, I'm your host, Greg. going to bring you today our opinions, thoughts, and comments on anything happening out in the news and the video game world in the last couple weeks. Um, it, it, Like I said, it's been a year, but I'm joined by two of my favorite people in Kansas City. What's up, Matt? One of the top 26 photographers in the city. What's going on? <laughs> hey, what's going on, Greg? Uh, notice that I am not going to try to combat you. Sometimes you have to recognize that people are just going to do whatever they want. You can't, you can't control other people, only how you react. That's the flex <laughs> I like to see. And, of and, course, the educated one, Caleb. What's up, man? I'm tired, guys. <laughs> We are 14 days into the new year. Uh, 16, 17. Oh my goodness, I'm tired. It's time to go to bed. It's that been a year already. All truths. We did. We did good for about five days. Yeah, we had a good, solid five days this year, and um, you know, the fan got covered, as they do say. Uh, but yeah, it's um, it, it's it's been a great ride. But uh, gentlemen. I got to know, it's been about almost a month since we last talked on the podcast. What have you guys been playing? A lot of Ratchet and Clank. Oh, okay. A lot of Ratchet and Clank. Um, as some of you know, we for 2021, we decided... I'm going to say we, because that you put implies it out there. all it's of us Easter. are guilty. <laughs> Uh, decided to embrace this uh, platinum chase for 2021. Uh, and so I decided a good one that'll be to get out of the way early, Ratchet and Clank. So I've been playing a lot of that. I also picked up Immortals. Um, and I actually beat Ori and the Will of the Wisp New Year's Eve, so just before midnight hit. So that was a good way to end that year. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing at this point. What about you, Keeler? What have you been playing? Well, I kept my word. I platinumed God of War before the end of the year. So <laughs> kept my word there. Got it. Dizun. Uh, I realized I was working way too hard. And uh, I could have had that platinum at least a week earlier than I actually got it. But it's in a bag. So no complaints there. And then, uh, like, like a struggling act. Like a struggling addict, I went back to my drug of choice, Skyrim. And I poured more into hours into Skyrim than I care to confess. But uh, working towards that platinum. And then, um, what am I playing recently? Hopped on over to Ghost of Tsushima to play it on the PS5 for the first time. Yeah, it's a different, it's not a different game. But it's so much smoother that elevates the experience to another level. So I want to doubly down on my game of the year. It should have won game of the year last year uh, opinion, but I will die on this hill. Uh, so I'm bouncing between Ghost of Tsushima and Skyrim to try and get the double plat by the end of February. Because my goal was 12, which is a platinum every month. So we'll see how this works. Your goal was that, but you also are the one who laid out the challenge to see who could have the most. And, and as as much as Matt fights it, he said nothing to argue that. 
all he did was comply. And then on top of that, he also added the the hashtag we're going to use whenever we get one on Twitter. He's keeping track of the Our, scorecard. I think you need to – you're glossing over one simple fact about me. Um, I am an enabler. <laughs> I'm not the one that comes up with the idea. But if someone wants to do something, who am I to stand in their way? Again, what did I say? And, that's what I appreciate about you, Matt. That's what I appreciate about right. you. Right. It's all about is, growth. Is that what you appreciate? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, no, I uh, I got a PS5. I got mine Christmas Eve. I had to wait till Christmas morning to open it, which was fine by me because at that point I've waited long enough. What's another 12 hours? Um, open it up, cracked it open, you know, not literally. Set it up, played some Spider-Mans, I played some Sackboy, I've played a little bit of Demon Souls, Demon's Souls, uh, as Ricky liked to point out to us. Um, and then I was like, you know what, what's this Bug Snacks about? Boy, howdy. That is like the most fun game I've ever had on a launch console, period, hands down, just ridiculousness. Highly recommend you both grab it. It is free on the PlayStation 5, 25 bucks on the 4. And then as I was going through that, I was also playing Astrobot, and I reached out to you guys and said, hey, what are going to be the rules and regulations for the, the Platinum Poachers chase we're doing this year? Neither one of you said anything. I then said, wait a couple days to you know, get more clarification. And I asked, are we just going to count every platinum trophy that we hit in 2021? And I think the unanimous from both of you was, <laughs> yes, that sounds good. <laughs> and with that, I set myself up so that I could platinum both Bug Snacks and uh, Astrobot pl or Astro's Playroom before 10 a.m. on New Year's Day. So I, I want to appreciate you, gentlemen, allowing me to do that. That was fantastic. Uh, so I got the early, you know, two lead on that, and then I picked up uh, Immortals: Phoenix Rising when it was on sale for like thirty bucks. Oh my god, that game is so much fun! Uh, Fifty hours into it, I played on easy mode because you don't need to play any extra difficulties for the trophies. I hate everything um, about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that because honestly, that's one of those games. I think if I played on normal or hard, trying to chase trophies, the game would have been ruined. Because the entire purpose of the game was taken out of it. It's not as much fun. It's a little bit more difficult. Whereas being able to play in easy mode, the combat is like... I think I still died every now and then, mostly from the platforming side of things. Um, but it's the, the combat I don't think would have been as much fun and would have uh, resonated quite as much with the way the story progresses with that. So, um, But that was my third one. And then... This morning, I started playing Star Wars Racer, which is like a stupid easy platinum. It's like three to six hours. I've played it for like an hour and a half today, got halfway through it. Like, <laughs> frantically okay. searching Google easy platinums. No, actually, I, I, it was on sale for like $7.50 on the PlayStation Store. So I was just like, well, how long does it take to platinum? And you just type in the game. And it comes up with an estimate every single time. So the estimate on Immortal Phoenix Rising was about 30 to 40 hours. And like I said, I did it like 48.50. So I'm a little bit slower. But uh, my goal is to have five by the end of the month. That's a... 
sir. He said, I see, I, he said, I see you're 12 and I raise you 60. <laughs> <laughs> sir, relax. Look, man, I, I wanted to get out in the front and get a pretty hefty leave so that that way, as games came out, like Pokemon Snap, which comes out April 30th, we just got that announcement, um, and new su- or Super Mario 3D World coming out next month, Atelier Ryza, which I'm probably going to play on the PS5, but I don't want to chase tra- trophies in it. Um, I, I wanted to be able to step away from the Platinum thing and still enjoy video games but know that I still have a chance to win. Because like I said, I am extremely competitive, as you guys have now found out. Yeah, well, it looks like I'm not leaving my house for the next six months. <laughs> you weren't so, anyway, so hey. Yeah, <laughs> so I was, I was checking my trophy <laughs> list, and I was going down. I was like, okay, let me check which ones am I uh, ahead on, 40% above. I only have like four games in which I have 40% or above. Every single one of them is like a 150-hour game. And I'm just like, bro. <laughs> That's like, did you actually jump into, the, like, click into the game themselves or just read the cover? Oh, I, clicked into, if you... I, I clicked into okay. it. And then it was just like, okay, you're actually at like 60%. And then there's like, new game plus. And that brings you down to like 40%. I'm like, this is rubbish. Those, those are the ones I hate the most. Yeah. I absolutely hate when I have to play through the game twice because that's usually the stuff I'm like, man, I, I don't want to. Yeah, I so I think I'm going to double back, beat Batman. Uh, I still have, I'm still keeping this <laughs> this Final Fantasy hostage from that. He really is. The game is literally just sitting in my, on my, in my shelf. I need to bring it over. Uh, but I think I'm, I I actually legitimately want to platinum Miles Morales. But same thing as you, I don't want to rush to platinum. I want to enjoy Miles Morales, like yep. take my time with that game. Um, and well, I jumped in Call of Duty, and I looked at my trophy list. I'm like, I'm never, I'm not platinum in this. I will not do multiplayer trophies. It's not gonna happen. Get five kills in three consecutive seconds in one match while well, staying on your hands actually, playing multiplayer? No. Most of them are actually single-player trophies because I have a bunch of the multiplayer trophies already, at least for me. But it's just like you got to play the game on veteran or the hardest difficulty and then accomplish certain tasks. And I'm just like, I'm not. Nah, bro. Stop it. I'm not doing this. But um, with that being said, we're late to the month. I I apologize, guys, getting started late this year. Uh, I was extremely exhausted after last week and Sunday. I just couldn't hang. Um, And I think that's across the board, seems like, at least for me and Caleb. Your machine, Matt. I I commend you for that one. Um, No machine over here. I just... Yeah, no. We couldn't hang. We couldn't hang. Scheduling conflicts. But I, you know, it's it doesn't feel right if we don't at least start off our podcasting mouth with Caleb letting us all know what kind of free games you might be able to get. Bruh, so listen, <laughs> I actually grabbed all of these games, and I was in a mood when I saw these titles. I'm like, listen, we need to have a talk. So, um, go ahead and pull up my handy dandy notebook. Did you put it in Discord chat, Greg? I did. 
Well, I put one, and then uh, Matt put the other one above for Xbox. Perfect. All right, let's start with good old Xbox. Um, I need to get <laughs> Umar hat for when I do these. <laughs> An Umar emote? <laughs> yes, we need an Umar emote for when I do these, because I have so many questions. Um First one is Little Nightmares. Um, looks like somebody's in a, somebody's dirty kitchen and somebody's dead hand is underneath this little baby with a yellow raincoat. <laughs> That's from January 1st to January 31st. And then after that, Dead Rising, a.k.a. Budget Resident Evil. <laughs> from January 16th to February 15th. Um... And then, is this King of Fighters? Nope. Okay, I can't say anything negative about King of Fighters because uh, no one knows about it except the uh, FGC. And they're all way better at the game than me. So, uh, good luck for those who you want to play a 360 game in 2021. as And then there's Breakdown. This literally looks like someone just took a, the, a picture of somebody's blood vein exploding inside of an anaphylactic needle. <laughs> like your vein just collapsed. That's that's someone just took a picture of a, of a collapsed vein and threw it on a video game cover for original Xbox. Like here, have this. This is a this is the game you play in nursing school when you're first learning how to draw blood. <laughs> okay. okay, okay. So I I love your takes, but have you really never heard of Little Nightmares? I think I have heard of Little Nightmares, but like. It's like blurred in my mind. Okay. I've heard of it. I don't know anything about it except that everybody seems to like it. Again, these are just my personal opinions. If you like a game that I'm making fun of, cool. Go jump into a pool. I don't care. All right. PlayStation, January monthly games. It's a little bit better over here, I think. Um, there's Man Eater, so uh, Sharknado, the video game, uh, um, available for you, and that's a PS5 game. It looks like, correct? Yeah, that's uh, only free on the PS5. It, only it's free available on, on both. All right, and then there's uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. This one I'm actually not gonna crap on because it looks really good. Like it reviewed well. I have either this one or both in some like amalgamation of like xbox one i have one of the games on pc and i think i have the other one that was a free game earlier from one of the earlier playstation monthly games so um it's decent i've i'm not necessarily the biggest fan of this lara croft uh it's just really weird that like whenever she first got off the boat she's like this squeamish college student was supposed to be going to Bermuda for a vacation and then 45 seconds later she's blowing niggas heads off <laughs> so yeah that that was like alright cool just do what you want and then there's Greedfall I know none of this I've heard of it again I don't know anything about it I watched videos of Greedfall because I was like oh cool it's an RPG this is, this is Pirates of the Caribbean with magic in an open RPG, and I want to like it. I have friends in my friends list who play it. I literally haven't turned. I've downloaded it into my library and haven't touched it since. So, if you're the kind of person who doesn't like good video games, 
<laughs> or maybe it is a good game and then you can at me. I'm not going to respond to you because I really don't care, but at me. Let me know what you think about Greedfall. So, uh, tip, guys, since you got the PS5, Maneater is said to be like an 11 to 15 hour platinum. Mm, yeah, I got that. There. Just it's and it's like I started playing that one today as well. That's going to be another one on my list. Um, that one, it's interesting. It's like imagine GTA, like you have like the threat meters instead of stars, you have like an actual threat meter. You can jump out of the water and like get people on land or on boats or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it has like an RPG element where as you eat fish that have different nutrients in them i guess you get extra stats so you can then upgrade abilities so like i i right now have uh lightning shocking teeth nice yeah so it's it's stupid fun um just a big dumb game i think you jump into any time and work the platinum throughout the year instead of just grinding through it so it's an easy weekend platinum uh, it, yeah, if you wanted to, like, just dedicate yourself to it, probably. Uh, if you're looking for an easier one, definitely would say Star Wars Racer, because, like I said, an hour and a half, and I'm, like, halfway through it already. Um, but, it, like, I, I think either one of those are good. Like, if you just wanted to wait until after you beat another big game, knock out some trophies, in between game sessions, just jump into a race for a uh, racer and knock out a trophy. So, it's not too bad. They're both pretty good. So, guys, there is a lot of information from this week, um, from his last three weeks, but we're not going to talk about all of it because we're just the little guys who just like to have fun and talk about what we like. <laughs> uh, so I think I got some articles here that we might enjoy. Um, do we want to talk about space? Talk about some history? What do we, we going to talk about? Let's do space. Which one do you want to go with first? Space. All right. So, um, Earlier this week, uh, Disney rebranded all of their games. Uh, they're putting Lucas Lucas Arts back under the or the big mogul title of all the games for anything Lucas Arts related moving forward, which has a pretty big catalog. Star Wars being one of them is going to fall under. Um, so Ubisoft is actually going to start working on a story-driven open-world Star Wars film. Under the with Lucas game film games, um, and this is going to be held up by the division developer Ubisoft Massive, according to Ubisoft CEO Yves Guillemont. It, it marks the start of a long-term collaboration with Disney. So there's a whole bunch of things we we both we all know division, right? Matt, you yep. played it. Okay, so what is your guys' thoughts on this? Hey, honestly. Go ahead, go ahead, man. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, just from the aspect of, uh, I'm glad that they're allowing all of that to be housed together. I'm mostly excited for what this means for Star Wars stuff coming forward. That's really all I care about. I know they're talking like Indiana Jones, whatever, for, for all of this. I only care about Star Wars. I'm only here for the laser swords. What What, what if we don't have laser swords? See, that's the thing, is if you do a Star Wars game where you have the lightsabers, it's usually got to be an early era Star Wars. Yes, you are correct. 
Oh, and so you have I mean, to say, Portman sets it. Right. You're just asking I mean, questions I don't want to hear right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at this like, what's really big coming out of Star Wars right now? Mandalorian. Well, uh, Mandalorian's big. I know for the they have a multimedia push for uh, Height of the Old Republic, essentially focusing on Jedi early in the reign of the Jedi. Um, I say reign like they were dictators. Um, so, I mean, it could seep into video games. Now, also, what does this mean for Fallen Order 2? Because that was also being teased to be coming out. Does that change from who was working on that? Uh, that is EA. That is from uh, Respawn, uh, same guys who have done Titanfall and Apex Legends. Um, EA still has and will still be producing um, e, uh, Star Wars games. Uh, again, this is from IGN. Uh, what's it say here? Let me get, skim this over real quick. Uh, looks like with the revival of Lucasfilm Games, banner earlier this week and multiple game announcements, including an Ubisoft developed Star Wars 1, Galaxy Far, Far Away is broadening outside the walls of EA Studios, and while the announcement may not be surprising given the turbulent st- uh, stewardship of Star Wars at EA, it's still an exciting prospect, one filled with hope, so on and so forth. This is coming against, like I said, from IGN, uh, but they state, state in this article, EA and EA came out and made the tweet as well, they are still working on Star Wars games. Mm-hmm. Their contract with Disney is through 2023. I'm thinking this Star Wars game might be one like, oh, this is when contract's up. Next day, game released. Right. Yeah, so my thoughts are like, A, how did EA fumble the bag? Uh, What caused them to get this far? Because we'd finally start to get some traction. Like, Fallen Order was was a pretty darn good game. Uh, But as we're talking about Ubisoft, let's zoom out and think about Ubisoft as a publisher um, and see what they've done. Areas where they're very, very, very successful, Assassin's Creed. Um, Far Cry. They know how to tell those stories in an open world. Areas where they've not been as successful, games as a service. Um, But Division is still 100 times more successful than Anthem. Um, I I don't think this is going to be a... a, um games of service game just based off the fact they're calling it a story-driven open world. Which is why I think we have reason to be hopeful because while I didn't love Valhalla, people are enamored with that game. Uh, not my cup of tea. I don't know why I couldn't get into it. I just couldn't. I, I just For some reason, it didn't click with me. Um, but if the people if Ubisoft is smart enough to, to have the kind of people who develop games like Far Cry or studios within their 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 portfolio that can develop games like Assassin's Creed Odyssey, they have the same kind of people working on a Star Wars game. We're in for a treat. That's my opinion. I would like Laser Swords, um, but I would also love a Bounty Hunter game. I would also love a Ahsoka game. I would also love... Um, shoot, give me a Boba Fett or a Jango Fett. Give me... Um, we were supposed to get a bounty hunter game from the EA Disney contract that got scrapped. If we can go back to that, I'm super down for that. Uh, Instead, we just got bounty hunters pulling up on you and fall in order, <laughs> bro. 
you don't understand how much that pissed me off. You're just minding your own business. All of a sudden, next thing you know, someone's shooting. There's a rocket! <laughs> a rock. Mm. Mm. Gonna get me heated. <laughs> oh, man, guys, I've missed podcasting. So glad to be back. It's, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's nice to talk to people who aren't, um, asking me the same question over and over again. Let me tell you what. Uh, no, I, I like we the can thought. Ask questions if you want me to. I can hang up right now. Um, <laughs> I like the thought of the, the team that did division doing a, a bounty hunter game. I mean, we've already had a Star Wars bounty hunter game in the past. Obviously, I don't think that would be the title of it, but something following the Mandalorians, the Fets, something, you know, whatever we want to do. Because remember, everything is canon now. So if it comes out, it's canon. Uh, EA had four Star Wars games. Yeah. So they had Star Wars Battlefront, Battlefront 2, Jedi, uh, Fallen Jedi, and then they had Squadrons, which everybody, I think, seems to forget at this point because it was cool, but not great. Um, but they also had like a billion dollar making mobile game. So yeah. although on the games, on like the console side of things, they didn't work out so well on your phone, they made bank. So I'm, I'm not sure mad at it. I download that. that. I download that game like every six months. Like I'll play it <laughs> and I'll leave it. Uh, I'll play it for like, I think a month. And then you know how, uh, on the new iPhones, if you don't use an app for like, 31 days they're just like offload so really yeah if you have to i think you have to turn that option on though mm-hmm. mm, i have to look at that um but let's talk about some history here so machine games the developers from wolfenstein in the last few years uh and bethesda are partnering with lucasfilm games on a standalone indiana jones game uh to be executive produced by bethesda studios director todd howard so, I think there's a lot of layers to this one we can dig through and think about here. Um, but, Gut Instinct, Machine Games, thoughts on them making an Indiana Jones? Have, have there been Indiana J- Jones games in the past? Yes. Were they any good? No. Okay, then the bar is literally on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's actually technically not on the floor. It's on a pedestal that's, you know, pressure pointed. So if you lift it up, if you lift the bar at all, <laughs> you got to run in the opposite direction because there's a boulder of criticism coming after you. I am actually shocked I managed to pull that off because I've never actually watched an Indiana Jones movie. What? Yeah. What? I'm sorry. He's not the only one. N- you either? Greg, I'm only 26. <laughs> Listen, my dude, I know they came out with an Indiana Jones 4 within the last decade. With Shia LaBeouf, that garbage? Stop it. Listen, listen, it came out. It has been released, so it's not like those movies are some old, archaic movies. And they're referencing everything. Okay. He's supposed to be the main character. We don't even get, I think... Is what what was his name? What he Hot Solo's no. not even in it. Harrison Ford? That one, yeah, that guy. I he almost said not... Woody Harrelson. <laughs> he almost said Woody Harrelson. That would have been a completely different Indiana Jones. Yeah, totally different white guy who can jump apparently. 
hey, if you're white, you're Ben Affleck. Um, no, so they have quite a few uh, Indiana Jones games. The last one released was the Indiana Jones and the Staff of Kings in 2009. And then you have the Lego games. Um, but, like, really the last time they were the, on a The Lego a games push. go hard in the paint. I'm not going to lie. The Lego games are a lot of fun. I mean, I guess you do have the 2011 Indiana Jones Adventures, Adventures World, but that was a Zenga game, so Facebook only. So nothing fantastic from the Indiana Jones world, uh, but I do like the fact that Wolfenstein is, as somebody, as the resident Indiana Jones uh, aficionado here, because the only one that's seen the movies, um, yeah, it's like I'm the token white guy. Um <laughs> So like it's it, it's Indiana Jones is all about fighting Nazis. Wolfenstein's all about fighting Nazis. So they're gonna go scalping Nazis and have some fun and find some historical stuff. I would like to see it not be like a uncharted Tomb Raider, even though Indiana Jones just naturally is the original uncharted in Tomb Raider. So we'll see. It'll be interesting. Um but what's more interesting about it this is going to be a Bethesda game. Bethesda now falls under Xbox. Is this going to be an exclusive? I don't think so. I think Please expand on a, that. I think it might be a timed exclusive. Um, but I don't think it, it'd make sense to do it. Someone did say like Xbox now has their Uncharted. It's literally Indiana Jones. Um, so it would be a good... I think it makes sense on like a catalog perspective, but it doesn't make financial sense if they want this game to be successful. Because the player base like on the, on the Xbox is what? A third of that on the PlayStation? I mean, it's still early. I don't think it's... Uh far long enough in the tooth to actually say which one has more sales and it'd be like a, a talking point what two months in inventory is still getting scooped up for both consoles everywhere so yeah and but no you're xbox right exclusive. if you go historically speaking yeah if it's xbox exclusive are we actually talking about xbox exclusive or are we talking about microsoft exclusive because if it's on pc then this is a null point and we're we're wasting breath because it's on pc i'm scooping that yeah, I don't think that because it's a licensed game, unless you have like what Sony had last generation with 110 million units out there in the wild being played on, I don't think you want to be exclusive. You want to have your game on any console everywhere, the biggest pool of people to give you money. And if you strand it on one console, it won't sell well. It'll sell enough but it won't sell amazingly well. Matt, any thoughts? Since you don't like Indiana Jones? I, again, Indiana Jones, this has never been my cup of tea. Have you watched The Goonies? Yes, I have seen The Goonies. <laughs> <laughs> have you watched The Goonies? Listen, I'm just Who like, I, I've... <laughs> oh, look... 
I'm working with these dudes at, at Lowe's, right? I work overnights, and I've said multiple things before. Early this week, I said to one of them, uh, you a busta, you owe me a 10-second car. Dude looked at me like I was crazy. I've said things like, I'm off like a dirty t-shirt, I'm ghost like Swayze, I'm going to make like a tree and, and leaf, or split, rather. Um, and like these split. kids... No, it's make like a tree and, and split. Yeah, It's from like Back to the Future. Sweet. Make like a tree I know. I know, but it's it's from it's a line from Back to the Future. So it's uh, when Biff in the fifties. Ah, I I believe you. So I, I mean I mean exactly like I I like movies I like stupid movie lines, but I've experienced a lot this week that nobody gets them that's younger than me, and it makes me sad because I'm old now. <laughs> like it's official. Like this year it is official. Greg is old, and it makes me want to cry. Don't inside. worry, I'm I'm starting to feel that way. Uh, I, I, I got my health insurance card last week. Like it was mailed to me, like my health insurance card, <laughs> not the one that I use for my parents to go to the doctor. Mine. It has my name on it. <laughs> I pay for it. You can't tell me what to do. <laughs> do you know how terrifying that is? <laughs> yeah. You know how terrifying it is to not have that health insurance card though? Oh, absolutely. I'm, but people live, people do it. They just, every day, they just don't have it. People Praying drive with paper tags, and I don't get that either. That's the it's thing scary. I don't understand. Like, fam, y'all plates are waiting for you. You already paid for them joints. Go pick them up. No, they didn't. They waived the, the taxes, and they had to pay them on their own. And so, anyway... Different topic, I guess. We can talk about that later. Uh, that's South Kansas City is a terrifying place. If you ever drive here, make sure you are very cautious and you have great insurance because you're going to pay for something. Almost yep. guaranteed. Um, anyway, gentlemen, is there anything else you want to talk about? I know it's a short episode this week. There's a bunch of video game news that's out there. Honestly, I, 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 I think we'd be remiss. I, I don't think we've said it on air yet. Pokemon Snap. It is a thing. Pokemon Snap. It was already a thing. We just never got a date. And now we have a date. What's that date, Matt? Go ahead, go ahead and tell the peoples. April 30th. And, and what is this year? 2021. Do you know what's happening this year, though? It is the 25th? 25th anniversary for Pokemon. So how many games do you think we're going to get this year? Besides Katy Perry partnering up with Pokemon to release music, I guess. How many games? Ooh. I, uh, I don't know. I'm going to say three, including Pokemon Snap. Now, that being said, because it is within a release year of when they would drop a main title. Uh, a lot of people have speculated that it would be Diamond and Pearl this time around. So maybe we'll get that. But in terms of the third game, did they ever confirm when Detective Pikachu was dropping? Maybe that's this year. No, no, they have not. Detective Pikachu 2, and with the re-release of uh, Detective Pikachu on the Switch, they haven't said anything about that since they talked about Pokemon Sleep. <laughs> then maybe it'll happen this year 25th anniversary I know Here's they hoping. just uh, did 
the new Pokemon movie released it back in Japan last month. Uh, and so maybe that's kind of like them kicking off their 25th year of Pokemon. Uh, and we'll just get a whole bunch of stuff as we keep rolling into the year. I hope so. Between that, Metroid having an anniversary, Zelda having an anniversary, like this could be a huge year for Nintendo. Or it could just be a huge letdown from Nintendo. I'm really hoping it's a big year because I would, even if we don't get new Metroid uh, Prime 4, I would love to just get the trilogy re release. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And here, so there's something interesting. There's uh, a lot of people have loved this, uh, I'm going to say, concept of packaging. Like we have Super Mario 3D All Stars. Uh, and I, saw a couple of people on the on the interwebs saying why don't we just do that for zelda as well like repackage them and put them on the switch i do think this is something that they'll start to do for the switch i hope they do another master quest um like they did for the gamecube i would i would love something like that i mean it's i hope we get wind waker because wind waker was re-released for the wii u and they've ported everything else from there um, I would love to get another re-release of Twilight Princess because, again, they ported that one to the Wii U because uh, Zelda didn't have its own Zelda game, or the Wii U didn't have its own Zelda game, which is like the first time Nintendo console hasn't had that in history. But I don't, I don't know. Like you have the original first two, three Zeldas from the Super mm-hmm. Nintendo Nintendo days on the Switch already. So what do you want? Majora's Mask in Ocarina of Time, Wind Waker. Twilight Princess and Skyward Sword. Mm-hmm. I I mean I can see it. Get a GameCube Wii and two Wii Zeldas. I would just say they keep pushing forward and like continue to make new Zelda games. Because honestly, this whole thing of like we've got um, Hyrule Warriors one and two, but then they like kind of bookend. Um, Breath of the Wild. I like that. Well, strategy. just just the new Hyrule Warriors does. Okay, the new Sorry. one takes place. Yeah, yeah, you're good. You're good. Um, yeah, no, I I like it too. I hope we get Breath of the Wild two this year. I wouldn't be upset if they ported those games onto the Switch. To be honest, like I'm not gonna say I I need to have it. Um, but I never got to play. Skyward Sword, even though I bought it in the, with the collector edition with the controller, um, I never played through Wind Waker. So, but anything else today, gentlemen? Um, be kind to developers. Like, there was a article about a game that I don't know why Matthew and I got really excited about this, but Harry Potter Legacy got pushed back to 2022 and immediately people were talking on Twitter and I told everybody to shut up and go sit down in a corner because this is the same nonsense you guys have done to every single developer and now y'all are trying to sue cyberpunk and that lawyer I don't know his name but he is not having it with (laughs) y'all cyberpunk's CD Projekt lawyer is tough or that law firm whoever they are they're not having it with you guys so what happened with that uh, he's just basically saying that there are a bunch of people that are... That, so the class action lawsuit was was filed. Some people have chosen not to go with the class action lawsuit, but to sue Cyberpunk um, CD Projekt Red directly for literally 
hundreds of thousands of dollars. And homie is like, you can go right to the left, make a right, and then stop it, jump jump off of Bridge Street. Because that's not happening. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, be kind to developers. Like, they're trying to do their best. Cussing them out does nothing for you or them. Like, cussing them out is not going to make the game come out any sooner. It's not going to make the game any better. So relax, video gamers. Relax. Um, so outside of pushing that message, I'm just going to say um, there's not much else to talk about. We'll next have week. more information. Yeah, I think we'll have more next week um, as we're all getting back into things, adjusting to 2021 as we go. Thank God. I'm glad it's here. It's almost like 2020 never ended. Uh, Matt, why don't you tell them where they can find us? Guys. We are so thankful that you're here with us to kick off 2021 uh, in true TDM fashion. You can follow us on all social media at the TDM show on Facebook and on Twitter. And you can tweet at us hashtag uh, the TDM show. That's where all the conversations happening. That's where you can join. And if you want to follow our platinum chase, you can hit hashtag TDM platinum poachers. We will have a scoreboard that we are updating and I think we'll just present it at the end of every month and we'll just get a running total uh, to see who is in the lead because uh, that'll be fun. We're on Instagram at TDM show, but you can always go to our website, whitenoisestudio.com slash TDM show. There's a form there you can fill out, drop by, say hi, suggest topics or guests that you would like to see on the podcast. Uh, we're available on all platforms that podcasts are streaming. So feel free to give it a listen, like it, share it with your friends and don't forget to rate and review. Caleb. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter. Um, actually, you can't find me anywhere because for other reasons that I don't really want to share right now. Uh, my profiles are private, mostly because I'm unscrupulous um, on the Internet and have to restrain myself because I'm responsible for people. Uh, so, yeah, find me on the Internet if you can find me. If you already know what the handle is, and you've been early, you're a listener from last year, you already know what it is. Send me a PM that you listen to the podcast, and I'll consider adding you. Other than that, um, you can find me on PlayStation at Westside underscore Mookie, um, and we can play some games. I will actually sh- I'll share that Westside Mookie um, on PlayStation. Add me. Let's play some games. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Tonks T O N N K S Y. Um, on, I'm on the console Tonks, as you guys have, have kind of heard. I'm focusing on PlayStation this year, so if you want to keep up with me and see how my Platinum Poaching is going, uh, just go and give me a follow on there, and we'll chat if you'd like. Um, but also that, guys, I hope that you can help us this year. Uh, I'd really like to get our listeners up and kind of grow our little community that we got going. Um, so like Matt said, share us, like us, subscribe, give us some reviews, tell us what you think. Um, but above all, we appreciate you guys listening. We love y'all. We'll talk to you next time.